everyone and welcome to another episode of View Press Play News. My name is Natalia. I'm the news editor. My name is Jillian. I'm the editor-in-chief. I'm Michael. I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. This weekend, FAU's COVID-19 case tracker was down. However, the error was cleared this Monday. FAU finished the summer semester with at least 30 cumulative on-campus cases. This week, so far, there have been nine cases six infected students, and three employees. Palm Beach County is experiencing an average of 1,300 new cases per day. 52% of the county is fully vaccinated. The state of Florida is averaging 21,681 new cases per day. That's over a 3,000 increase when compared to the previous week. An average of about 15,000 people are being hospitalized every day. Almost every state in the county of Florida is labeled as high risk for those who are unvaccinated. Governor Ron DeSantis threatened to defund Florida schools that required masks. When counties defied his threats, DeSantis threatened to withhold salaries of school district superintendents. While the state can defund school districts, it was revealed that DeSantis does not in fact have the power to withhold salaries. You can visit upressonline.com for our weekly COVID-19 updates every Friday. Last week marked the start of the school year for Palm Beach County's public schools. As of Friday, at least 1,020 students have been sent home from school to quarantine. Most of those students have not tested positive for COVID-19, but have been exposed to someone that has. The school district reported 134 confirmed cases of COVID-19 on Friday. 108 of those cases are students and 26 are employees. While the county superintendent of schools, Mike Burke, didn't state a mask mandate, he did allow students to opt out of the mandate. 8,518 of Palm Beach County's 179,000 students did choose to opt out. That's about 4.8% of students. School board member Alexandria Ayala said in an email, quote, the current situation, having the ability to refuse to wear a mask makes this virus much harder to control. I would like to see opt-outs be approved only when a medical professional has determined someone should not wear a mask, end quote. Broward County schools began this semester on Monday, but before schools even opened, three educators died within a week because of the virus. This past week, the United States Census Bureau released the new census data on the demographics of the country. The data showed that the country is becoming less white and more diverse. According to USA Today, the multiracial population tallied 9 million people back in 2010, compared to the 2020 tally of 33.8 million people, an increase of 276%. The country's white alone population declined for the first time in census history to 8.6%. There was also an increase of people living in cities than in rural areas, of which could make a difference come the 2022 midterm elections. According to CNN, this increase could mean more favorable condition for Democrats, of which tend to live in urban areas, than Republicans in rural areas of the country. However, how the new data will make an impact won't be clear until states complete their new redistricting maps in the weeks and months ahead. Andrew Cuomo resigned as governor of New York on Tuesday. Last week, the New York Attorney General's office released a report that found Cuomo had sexually harassed 11 women. Cuomo had lost support in the Democratic and Republican parties and was almost assured of being impeached if he did not resign. Despite the resignation, Cuomo denied the most serious allegations in the Attorney General's report and said his instinct is to fight. Cuomo insinuated he resigned for the sake of the state of New York, saying that an impeachment process would take months and be expensive, consuming resources that would be better served fighting the COVID-19 pandemic and other problems in the state of New York. 
if Cuomo had been impeached, he could have been banned from holding elected office in the state of New York. By resigning, Cuomo can run again in 2022 if he wishes. Prosecutors have said their investigations into any potential crimes committed by Cuomo will continue. Cuomo's resignation won't take effect for two weeks. Kathy Hochul will replace Cuomo. She's a former Democratic Congresswoman and will become the first woman to govern the state of New York. Indiana State University set a requirement that its students must be vaccinated against COVID-19. Those students could be exempt for religious or medical reasons. In June, eight students sued the university, arguing that the mandate violates their right to bodily integrity and due process under the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment. Local courts all rejected the students' request to interfere. The students took their lawsuit to the Supreme Court. On Thursday, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett denied the students' bid to block the vaccine mandate. According to Reuters, quote, in July, U.S. District Court Judge Damon Lichty in South Bend, Indiana, sided with the school, finding the policy, quote, isn't forced vaccination, end quote. On August 2nd, the Chicago-based 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals also rebuffed the students, noting that vaccine requirements are common. The appeals court said, quote, a university will have trouble operating when each student fears that everyone else may be spreading a disease, end quote. Many were surprised by Amy Coney Barrett's decision due to her nomination by former President Donald Trump and conservative views. On August 12th, the FDA approved a third booster shot of Pfizer and Moderna for immunocompromised individuals. Acting FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock said, quote, the country has entered yet another wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, and the FDA is especially cognizant that immunocompromised people are particularly at risk for severe disease. Today's action allows doctors to boost immunity in certain immunocompromised individuals who need extra protection from COVID-19. Woodcock stated that those who are fully vaccinated and are not immunocompromised are adequately protected from the coronavirus. However, she added that the FDA is rigorously studying and considering if additional doses may be necessary in the future. On Thursday, Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, agreed to step down from her conservatorship that she has been in for the past 13 years of her life. A conservatorship is a person, official, or institution designed to take over and protect the interests of another person who can't make their own decisions. And these are generally put in, in place for people who are significantly disabled by mental illness or elderly individuals to say. Mr. Spears has controlled most of Britney's life since 2008 after she suffered a public mental breakdown. Confidential court reports obtained by the New York Times showed that Spears had already voiced serious opposition to the conservatorship earlier than what had been reported by the media. According to BBC, in November of 2020, a judge declined to remove Mr. Spears, but extended the conservatorship until September of 2021. Throughout 2019 and 2020, Spears said she was taking a break from work due to her father's health issues and indicated through her lawyers that she no longer wanted her father involved in handling her career. A lawyer said that Spears was afraid of her father and would not return to the stage as long as Mr. Spears retained control. In February of this year, the New York Times documentary Framing Britney Spears was released about the pop star's rise and fall, her treatment by the media, and the free Britney movement Fans of Spears who stood beside a pop star and attempted to decode her public appearances as calls for help. A magnitude 7.2 earthquake struck Haiti on Saturday, killing more than 724 people and leveling buildings and infrastructure. The number of dead will likely climb in the coming weeks. In 2010, a magnitude 7 earthquake hit Haiti and killed between 220,000 to 330,000 people. 
Haitian Prime Minister Ariel Henry declared a state of emergency and the US Geological Survey said the disaster is likely widespread. The earthquake hit seven and a half miles northeast of San Luis du Sud and was 6.2 miles deep. In addition to the earthquake, Haiti is in the path of tropical storm Grace and will likely see heavy rain that could lead to mudslides and flooding in the coming days. Several countries, including the USA, Mexico, Peru, the Dominican Republic, and many other nations in Latin America have pledged humanitarian aid to Haiti, which is one of the poorest countries in the world. United States President Joe Biden said he was saddened by the devastating earthquake that occurred in San Luis du Sud, Haiti this morning. Jean Wickens Marone, a spokesman with World Vision Haiti, said that the earthquake is, quote, just one more crisis on top of what the country is already facing, end quote. President Jovenel Moise was assassinated last month, and the country is still struggling with the coronavirus pandemic. The Taliban continued its string of military victories in Afghanistan on Saturday, and the faction now sits just miles from the Afghan capital of Kabul. U.S. President Joe Biden has evacuated U.S. military personnel from Afghanistan and has urged Americans to leave the area. Biden warned that any threats to American personnel in the area by the Taliban would be met with a, quote, swift and strong response by thousands of American troops. On Thursday, the, the president deployed 3,000 troops to the region to aid in the evacuation of Americans. On Saturday, he deployed 1,000 more. The increased deployment came as U.S. diplomats appealed to the Taliban to halt its advance or risk a direct confrontation with the American forces. Afghanistan is looking down at potential humanitarian catastrophe, experts say, with thousands of refugees fleeing their homes. Many of the citizens fear return to the repressive rule the Taliban had in the 1990s. Civilians in areas of Taliban control have already reported that the Taliban has shut down girls' schools, pressured young men to join the militia, and forced civilians to cook for the Taliban. Some of the restrictions include forced wearing of burqas for women, long beards for men, and forced attendance at mosques. Smartphones are also banned as the Taliban looks to undo advances in women's rights and technology. The Taliban insists it is Afghanistan's rightful ruler and issued a statement Saturday that said it would not harm anyone that had aided the Americans or held government jobs. These people would be granted quote-unquote amnesty, according to the statement. Both the departure of U.S. civilian personnel ordered by Biden on Thursday and the final withdrawal of all U.S. forces based in Afghanistan are scheduled to be completed by August 31st, administration officials have said. The Afghan government, led by Ashraf Ghani, had proposed sharing power with the Taliban, but in the absence of U.S. military forces, it now appears that the Taliban will take full control of the region. And that is the end of Bupress Play News. Check for more news and more information from us.